Hi, my name is Nick Thompson and I run holisticvet.co.uk. We're based near Bath in England. I'm Dr. Brendan Clark. I'm based at Towerwood Vets in West Yorkshire. And my name's Dr. Connor Brady, the non-vet of the gang from dogsburst.ie. And together we are Raw Pet Medics. <laughs> We are. We're not going to leave you all in here. Here we are. Here we are. He's trying to give her a scare. <laughs> Guys, this is, this is Raw Pet Medics, and we are Brendan Clark, and we are Connor Brady, and today we have a, a young, young lady Ooh. by the name of Ellie Thompson, <laughs> uh, who's coming to join us, and uh, she uh, runs Pet uh, Dermadog, among other things. But just before we get into that, I've just got to say thank you very much to all our Patreon people. You can find us on Patreon on Raw Pet Medics forward slash, no, Patreon forward slash Raw Pet Medics, which is dead easy, and all your favourite podcast medium. So um, please uh, come along to that. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, we would be very grateful. It helps us keep the lights on, which is Absolutely. amazing. Yeah, and don't forget when you're listening to those podcasts, guys, if there's a chance to give us a rating, we want to dominate some lists. So uh, don't forget to give us as many stars as you see fit. And also we're on we're on YouTube. So if if you're on YouTube, please subscribe below. Oh, we're on YouTube. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Very good. So Ellie Thompson, Ellie Hodges, I saw was on the email there. Um yes. Ellie, do you want to tell us a little bit about Dermadog? What what was the start of this for you? Okay, well, um, it, it's very random, really. Um, you know, I, m- my background is in design. Um, I did a design degree at university. I went into advertising. Um, I was in advertising for quite a long time until um, having children. And it was at the point of having children when I was forced to stop. Um, that, I, I, and we also moved somewhere rural. I think that that was a key thing as well. Um, life changed quite a lot. And um, I began freelancing design, uh, so working from home, but also that gave me time to focus on some of the things that I enjoyed. And I've always been a, a maker of things um, and got into making kind of lotions and potions for myself uh, using essential oils. Um, and it was something that interested me greatly. And uh, I, I just I thought, well, this would be a really nice thing to do. I'd love to create a brand and, and, uh, and, and to make these things for people. Um, then, uh, it was, it was kind of Nick's influence really, um, that kind of led me to, uh, making these things for dogs because there isn't, there is a, a need out there. People, people want these things for their dogs. Um, and I wouldn't say it's so much a niche anymore because there are lots of people doing it too. Um, but that's how it began. That's how it began. And so that was, I I don't even know how many years ago now. I I want to say maybe three years ago, three years ago, something like that. Just, just, um, I remember being over in your house and I remember hearing the, at the start of this and the ideas are flooding out and at the very start, and and I already had supplements out for years. And I remember at the very start, your ideas and your designs were just so nice and uh, it looks so good. And I just thought, bloody hell. I mean, it's just so easy. It's so easy. I mean, uh, it's not easy. Of course it's not. But your designs and just the way the stuff looks is brilliant. 
But like, what about the products itself? Like, give us an example of um, like what? Like, give me an example of what are your favorite? Give me top three products from Dermalog. What uh, and what do they do? Okay, what so I would say I, I would say well, I don't really have a favorite. Uh, I would say my top three, um, my top sellers, uh, undoubtedly have to be Insect Defense, which especially at this time of year. Um, Let's have a look. Let's have a if you bring it really close. There you go. There you go. Um, so th- th- this is a this is a um, this is a very popular thing, Insect and uh, it just it, it sells like hotcake at the moment. Um, nice. In fact, I've got. Um, and what, and but Ellie, where can people get the product? Dermadog.com well, so, is the yeah? uh, Dermadog.com, Yes, that is that is uh, okay. the main place that you can buy it. But I do have some stockists um, all over the UK. Actually, uh, you can you can have a look and see who those stockists are if. If you want to buy it locally, um, I recently had a, an inquiry from a bookshop in Aaron called the Wee Bookshop. I don't know if anybody out there knows it. Um, uh, he, he was very interested in stocking uh, some insect defense. Um, I think he's yet to do so, but that was my latest inquiry, which um, I, I loved. I love that because yeah. I haven't yet been. I haven't yet been stocked in a bookshop. We've been to um, Aaron. I know why yeah, in, he in wants Aaron, to stock in it. Aaron, or in a bookshop, actually. <laughs> um, the mitties so, yeah, so, are plaguing him. <laughs> Yeah, because it's 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 mid season up there. I believe it it gets really midgy, doesn't it? Yeah. Insects are. I am not a fan of flying uh, things, and I can tolerate them. I mean, everyone loves a bee, but you know, what's the point of a wasp? But they're just such. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> if, if people are supposed to like them, I don't. I just want to. I want them out. But of all of my most hated insects, little tiny flies. And we were over in France and uh, just recently, and my god, the amount of flies! And I was getting a few bites, nothing too bad. But the kids were watching me kill them, and uh, they were saying, "Daddy, you hate nature." And I thought, "Ooh, <laughs> that's no. not a good yeah. example." But it was there was just so many of them because you was living in a forest and it's just full of flies. So um, that would have been. Where do you put this spray? Do you put it on the dog on the collar? Do you put it every walk out? Well, uh, pe- you know. people have different preferences. I recommend that you kind of you spray it on your hands, spread on your hands, and then you you can you can rub it into the coat. Um, it depends on your dog as well. Um, I'm going to be honest and say that uh, Bluebell is not very keen on being sprayed by anything. That's what also why I, I, I put it on my yeah. hands uh, when I put it on Bluebell. But some dogs don't mind. Um, it really is a, a personal thing, you know, or just obviously say to avoid, avoid all those mucous membranes and uh, around the yeah. eyes. Um, but, yeah, it's really, really very straightforward. It smells nice. Um, yeah. And you can, you can use it pretty much as, as much as you need to use it. Um, Lovely. Anyway, Kathy yeah, Sneak so, is wondering, can you can you post these products outside of Britain? Uh, people are wondering. So yes, yes, I do, I do, but I don't have a. Um, it's difficult. So you know, I, I've got people from Bulgaria, I've got people from the states, I've got people from Ireland. Everyone kind of wanting it, and it's always a different postage price. And I haven't yet got that ability on the website to be able to select the right shipping. So what I say is, is if you're you're in another country outside of the UK, just contact me um, and then I can provide you with a direct payment link and then I can give you, go and look for the best. It's just, it's gone nuts. To post stuff to, um, to Ireland is pretty bad. You know, I, I had somebody in Dublin recently. Yeah. Um, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Um, and, and to the States, it's even worse. You know, anything that's over, over say, 500 grams. Um, it's really expensive, so it, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, and it changes so quickly. So if you have the certain weights of your product, we did initially, we had an ex- we were exploiting the shipping brackets that they had, and then things change, and suddenly you're, it's, just, it's just like a weekly issue. So yeah, shipping is a hard thing to stay on yeah. top of. 
but you can see clearly people are just saying there straight away that these are the sort of products um people mm. want so like you can see there's a hunger for it so your plan is that when somebody orders in the u.s or canada you would say you ideally have a stockist in the u.s and say go to that uh, yeah well if there's anybody out there and i've just seen michelle michelle she's saying any chance these lovely products will be available in the u.s maybe through dr judy's website so I, that's maybe something i've got to investigate i think it's a brilliant um, idea i think what you need you need a little drug mule okay yeah who yeah. goes to lecture yeah. around the world okay you need to just in case somebody on high is watching this and, and just to stop him at the next security check. Yeah, um, that's And a then great you just idea. need to pack his bags with loads of products, send him well, to the States, do a lecture. Yeah. <laughs> One of the kids. Nobody searches kids, I don't think. So that'd yeah, be you're right. Yeah. I've got two, so I could just, you know, send one one Told direction you. and one in the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> yeah. And so, do you know, what bugs do we protect from with that, with that spray? What are we thinking? Are we thinking, uh, like, is it flying things or is it crawling things or what do you recommend? Fleas and ticks. Fleas and ticks, well, yeah, really. Exactly. Mainly. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's, mainly, yeah. it's mainly ticks and fleas because that's the main, that's the main kind of, you know, I've, I've got mosquitoes there, but we don't really have mosquitoes in this country. Um, however, we do take this away with us. If we go anywhere, if, we, if we're off anywhere hot, we take that with us. We took it to Sri Lanka recently. Uh, Midges, we horse flies. Horse flies are devils, you know. Oh, I hate oh, horse flies. So, you know, really definitely. Them. They don't, uh, they, they don't take off. Like I was in a week, there's a Phoenix Park here and you're looking after deer herd for years. And so you're, you're standing there looking through a telescope and they cover you. And they, they like, you're like, <laughs> and you can't leave your hands. Like you have to <laughs> flick them off. They are, they are aggressive and they bite hard. Um, there's another flight someone's going to give out to me for hating, but I hate horse flies as well. <laughs> They're so stubborn. It's so just they stick their uh, mouth parts in. You can actually see them chomping on your arm. Oh, and just and they leave a hole, thing. don't they, it's almost? Like, a big nah. puncture wound in your skin. Oh, yeah, oh my good. God. So what other good, products yeah. have you got there, Ellie? You've got a few so, just in front of you. Yeah, and a few do, behind you as well, I see. I do. Well, those are, those are my pinch pots, but I'll get onto those in a moment. Um, just the, if we're sticking to the top three, this is also a really, really popular one. People love this. Um, What's it called? People... It's um it's Dermadog Calm Nourishing Balm. Um, it's it's a multi-purpose balm that you can use pretty much anywhere on, on any part of the body. You can use it on your body. You can use it on your you know. It just it's it's so good. It's like a it's like a natural Vaseline. Oh yeah, natural Vaseline. Yeah. So what's like in it? Shea butter. Um, what's in it? Um, Shea so butter. It's got it's got um, it's got manuka. It's got mango butter. It's got it has got sheer butter. It's got almond oil as well. Um, and it's got it's got. Well, you're gonna have to have a look at the thing. Hey, we know how to take care of ourselves up in Yorkshire. What's uh, what's mango butter like made from squished mangoes? Um, no. Well, it's the oil that's extracted. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. From, from the okay, mango. Right. Yeah. So lovely. Um, it's, it's it's quite thick and it's pure form. It's really quite thick and sticky, as is sheer butter. Really thick and sticky, but you kind of you, when you blend it with the oil, you kind of heat it up to a nice temperature. Blend it in, mix in your essential oils. Oh, I've just, my, my thing's falling out. Um, and you do yeah. this, uh, you said you were, you said you were blending them up and heating them up. Where do you do, do you make these products yourself? I do make them in myself. In the kitchen. I make, I make in the them kitchen. In <laughs> it's partly in the kitchen. And I do have a workshop as well. However, I have, um, yeah, I kind of, it's quite cold in the workshop, actually. I'm going to say <laughs> that now. And I've, I kind of migrated back into the kitchen a little bit. I love um, that. But you know, yeah, well, you know, it's it's great and I've got the dogs around me and um uh I, while I'm doing other elements of work actually, which we'll get into as well, but um everything it's 
quite chaotic at home at times. Uh, yeah. Which is a, uh, it's it's both a wonderful thing and um, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it just is. chaotic. It's Let's just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard working from home. I mean, I'm working from home, and Elaine's working from home, and we've two kids, and then the summer hits. We've never had kids on summer holidays because they've been so young. And it's just chaos. It's just absolutely yeah. chaos. And I'm locked in a room here and they know when the door's closed, they don't open it. But like most of the time the door's open and there's in and out and it's hard. Uh, oh, totally. Only, yeah. So, you know, it's tricky. It's tricky. Keeps are your, did, did, you say, did you say your kids are at school now? They're at school? No, should they're finished school. We get an extra month of summer holidays than you. So we finish, we finish like June, July, August. Well, the, wow. um, the primary so uh, yeah, it was, um, anyway, it's proven quite tricky to manage it all. And this is our first year of it because... This is Holly's first summer off and she's looking for things okay. to do. She's in her camp for like three hours. Three hours, you're half. Anyway, yeah. guys, I'm talking about my own issues here. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's part of the thing. So guys, this is... Go on, sorry. I, I was just going to say that the, 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 the human and uh, uh, dog crossover, I give out calm balm a lot for sore paws and sore noses and for just, you know, bits, bits and pieces. And universally everybody says oh yeah it's okay for the dog but it's great for my lips in winter mm. yeah literally people will use it blokes and 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 women as well i use it really, on lips. really versatile on eyelids. dry eyelids. dry so patches fantastic. yeah eyelids just get a dry eyelid i get prone to a dry eyelid when i get to you get a dry eyelid <laughs> <laughs> yeah I totally. so, so following following rachel's um comment about um you know does nick test all these products so yes. what, what sort of stuff do you go through to sort of like work out how effective they are and where is the safe levels of what you're using? What's, what's that safety margin for those people out there listening? Okay. Um, so for what, which product in, in particular, or are you talking about all of the products? Well, just, you know, so you're, you're looking at developing a product. Yeah. What do you do? You say, right, Nick gives you maybe a little bit of input from him as you bounce mm -hmm, it off and mm -hmm. you run loads of research about it. And then you're putting this product together, okay? Yeah. And yeah, we all worry a little bit about well, how's it going to act on the animals? You know, what what level sure. of safety is there going to be? How do you go through that sort of testing phase? And we and te we okay. test it. Well we test it on the children first of all. <laughs> and if it's okay on them, <laughs> try it on yourself. Then we try it. Then we try it on the dogs. No, then we try it on me, and then we try it on the dogs. And if everybody's happy, that's the, that's the phase one, phase two, phase three trial testing. <laughs> and if that's okay, then we then we know we're we're in a good place. Boom. Okay, now put Nick to one side, Ellie. Yeah. Give us a proper answer. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, you know, I'll start by uh, creating. Uh, I mean, I haven't done this for a really long time because actually, I haven't. I have I've had these range of products for quite a long time now, and I haven't come out with anything particularly new, apart from a pinch pot. And I'd start off with maybe 10 different varieties um, and you can kind of increase things. You start, start with something very mild, very bland, uh, knowing that um, I guess you'd go on the basis that these recipes are used on humans, you, you know, kind of like tried and tested, um, using that as a basis and also taking into account things that are perhaps not safe for dogs uh, without going into great detail on that. Um, but then you kind of like mix these different varieties and you just have to, it's just a case of uh, testing the consistency, you know, um, the smell, you smell sometimes, uh, you know, something that might smell great to you won't smell great to a dog. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of like going through and ticking, ticking all the boxes on your checklist just to see 
and to, to help you compare um yeah. those those different variations and then and then going going with the best one and yeah. you know it's always it's always a trial at first to see how it's taken see how it's accepted by people how it's liked and just just asking for lots and lots and lots of feedback yeah pam thornton is saying how long can they keep after opening the uh so calm bar the, 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 okay so uh, calm bar or the I, I, shampoos yeah show us a few shampoos maybe Okay, so shampoos. Right, you've only got a small one. Oh, he's such a salesman, isn't he? He's just like, oh, show us your products. So here we go. This is itchy shampoo. That's in a small bottle there. Glossy. Glossy. Oh. I've got a conditioner as well for those that like to do a bit of grooming. I know that everybody wants to wash their tops in these ways. So what's the difference between glossy and silky? Yeah. I can tell you from a pain perspective. The silky is the conditioner. The silky is the conditioner. Of which I only have one, and then the glossy is a, is a shampoo, is a shampoo, and that differs to the itchy because the oils in the itchy are, you know, they're selected for their their properties of repelling insects and soothing itch, skin. What oils? What oils are in the itchy one? I'm interested. So in the itchy, we've got lavender, eucalyptus, and peppermint. Peppermint being slightly analgesic, so if you've got slightly sore skin, that can help to soothe it. Um, Ooh, nice and yeah, yeah, and, uh, and 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 there are others actually as well in there. Those are the ones that I put on the front, but on the back I do I disclose all of my ingredients so you can see exactly what's in there. Um, and the gloss in the glossy we've got rosemary, lavender, and lemon. Rosemary just great, great for the follicles, kind of stimulate hair growth. Um, and uh, le- lemon and um, lavender also very. Don't don't look at me and Connor when you're saying things like that. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> it's it's not fair. fair. <laughs> I remember her. Nick, Nick uses glossy. Look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I was using more dermadog, maybe things would be different. But uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this what soap does, everybody. That's soap. Yeah. Oh, Karen's joining in now. Yeah, girls. All right, that's great. Thanks very much. <laughs> this is this is what the, that sort of soda soap that was really harsh and horrible and yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember that orange soap that used to be in your in your grandma's kitchen do you remember did what, you have imperial that imperial leather no yeah, no it was a different one it was like i think it was um oh what was it called it was like an orange bar and it was oval shaped yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> that is old school yeah, song. Going back. It really is. It's really yeah. nice. nostalgic. With a little magnet in. <laughs> a little <laughs> magnet in so you could stick it on no, the little no, magnet. No, never saw the oh. magnet. That's a good idea. Actually, I, I'm back yeah. I'm back to using soap. <laughs> there's a there's a lady making soaps down the road and so you know getting those lovely because they all soaps just smell so good, you know, when someone's making them at home. So I'm back using a bit of soap, but there's just nowhere to leave soap. Like if you if you're not ready for it, you have to have soap trays. Uh, and I'm talking about my own issues again, but it means it sticks to the side of the hand basin all the time. So my, I just go through my soap like in a few days. Uh, so I need to kind of uh, move on to different products. Anyway, bloody hell. Um, you, you mentioned cold tar soap. Is that what you were going to go ooh about? Ellie? No, that's not what I was going to go. But everybody is saying cold tar soap there. But the, uh, maybe yeah. is that's that the, the old stuff. Was it the pears? Cold tar soap I remember as well. Yeah, oh, it. That's the stuff that I'm really coarse. Oh. Don't, don't oh yeah, that sounds it sounds acidic. <laughs> so where did uh, where did all this come from, Eddie? You, uh, you 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 kind of dropped in at the very start that uh, you have businesses, business eye. Uh, so you have other things on the hop as well as well. This no, actually, uh, the the other thing it's it's not my my own business, and you know some of some of your viewers will probably know because they are 
um, they're, they're Nick's, some of them are Nick's clients. And I, for the last year, have been helping Nick with Holistic Vet. Um, he moved his practice just over a year ago and I hopped on as his practice manager. So I have been, I've been doing that for the last year alongside Dermadog, uh, which, <laughs> you know, you can imagine at the very beginning, um, uh, my reaction to that would have been, um, <laughs> I wasn't sure who was going to murder who first, but actually, here yeah. you go, here is yeah. the, here is the evidence. We are both still alive and actually yeah. it's going really well. Mm. And it's a really, it works well. it's a really nice overlap of the two businesses. Um, I, I get to know his love and I'm just going to say hello to his clients out there, whoever's watching, I know that some of you are there. Um, it's nice to, well, I can't see you, but you can see me. So um, it's really, you know, really nice. I, I talk to some nice people every day. Um, yeah. And it, it helps me learn more about this particular industry. I mean, it's such a multifaceted industry. You know, you can kind of, I, I, perspective that I've come in from, you, as I said, you know, I, I've come from a design background. I haven't come in as um, a dog nutritionist or a dog behaviorist. I haven't come in from that angle, clearly. Um, but I've learned so much along the way. Um, in terms of looking after our dog, I've got uh, massive help on hand, but um, it's been a really great thing for me. And so, um, uh, what was that? I can't remember the question what, you asked, Connor. What was your? Oh, I've, I've got, got a question. Actually, I've, I've got a very pertinent question there after you what, after what you said. So, what is um, what's the best thing about running your own business? Um, ah. uh, and what's the what's the worst thing? What do you not like? Give some advice for people that are starting off. People always ask for when you're in the thick of it. What was like? Yeah. Give me some tips of things you wish you did and things you're happier doing or whatever. Okay, well, I, I think it's very much a personal thing um, as to what the, the good things would be. And for me, it's the freedom to be able to do things in the way that you want to do them. You know, when I was stuck in that um, advertising job, sitting at my desk day in, day out, I, I really, I, I look back now and I know that I hate it. At the time, I was trying to convince myself that it was just the greatest thing. It's like, oh, you know, this is my career and it's going to be great. But actually, in comparison, um, since having children, which changes everything, you know, yeah. I'm able to just weave, weave everything around and, and, and make it all work together in, in terms of the Nick as well, because he's now from home, working from home. And so the good things are is it's the freedom and the flexibility. Um, it's being able to learn things as you go. Yeah. You know. Learn things that you'd never learn, I suppose, before if, if you didn't have that opportunity. Um, and um, uh, what else was I going to say? That was just on the top of my tongue. Um, well, I'm just going to say that on the flip side of that, it's just that everything can be quite chaotic, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, as Connor, maybe you were kind of touching on that, you know, having your kids at home and uh, one thing kind of weaves into another, weaves into another, weaves into another. And so it's, it's kind of difficult to take a break from that sometimes. So you have to yeah. be quite rigid and, and in your mind, you, you have to have the things that you enjoy and you separate from everything. You just, you just have to compartmentalise, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah. And it's, you never really escape. You never really, you know, you don't just pack up from work and then oh, go no. home no. and then think about it's something constantly. else. It's just, it's constantly there, constantly there. Constantly, um, yeah, yeah. I wonder, is it the same for vets? Is it like, because um, you guys both run businesses. So like, is it the same? Like me and Ellie are in, you know, essentially manufacturing and trying to do everything. You're trying to wear 20 hats. And when you guys go in to run your own business, are you running your own business or uh, or are you focusing on being a vet and then bringing in a practice manager? Or do you feel you're a jack of all trades at the start as well? Oh, 
well, do I want to go next? I think from a point of view of me for conventional, definitely you become a jack of all trades. I mean, it winds people up when you're having to think marketing, you know, finance, where, how, all the HR stuff that has to come in. You've got to do all the DIY. You've got to know all the computer systems, how they work. You've got to know what's going on with the internet speeds and everything else yeah. if you're doing yeah. remote stuff. Uh, there's just so much behind the scenes, but you want to be the best bet you possibly can and care at the other end. And then, yeah, a number of times I've been asked to leave work at work, yeah. but yeah, I'll be answering people's messages or, you know, going back in to check on patients like I'm going to be doing after this, um, you know, just to ensure that that care is there. And those, so it does become one of those things that actually if you're in the veterinary industry and it's not a vocation it will drive you nuts oh yeah you see yeah. veterinary as a job then you will be able to tell that vet you know you that that vet will be just you know almost switching off um in the second half of the day uh, and you get to see that there are some great vets out there that you can tell it's a vocation because they will talk about your pet to you day in day out doesn't matter whether you see them at a country fair or you know in the practice they will be more than happy to talk about what happens in veterinary and that's yeah. that's how i tell the difference between those vets that see it as a vocation those vets that see it as just a job yeah like, I mean, and it's like Nick's, Nick's talking about stuff you know in his off time online yeah. all the time you know, it's yeah. you know, it's one of those things. It becomes a very young vets couldn't young vets couldn't see that coming though. You 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 go to college and I just wanna, you know, be with animals and work with animals and then the bit you don't see as well, you've got to manage staff now and, and premises and books and, and bills and all the stuff that comes out of that. That is a full time job alone. I mean, you have to be your own practice manager before you get a practice manager and you've got to do all the mm. like with your job with veterinary, you have to put in a lot of man hours to the one thing you're doing, but when you're running a business, you just have to you can flip from things to things and you don't have to be it's just that no one thing demands my time all the time, you know. So that's pretty hardcore. It must must add to the bit of stress that is being a vet. I mean, that's a lot to be oh, doing. Don't, don't get me wrong, look, there's there's delegation, you know, absolutely, yeah. you know, we're now at a staff of thirty, we were at a staff of you know, 15 when I uh, joined Tower Wood. Um, it is just, uh, you know, it's one of those things of having the foresight of where you can manage and run the place and you need to be able to delegate other tasks and be able to manage the reports that come back in. But you do, in order to be able to manage those people and delegate, you need to understand their job roles. And that's yeah. the thing. You can't just sort of like go, I haven't got a clue, do it. Yeah. Because you need to double check. It's fitting with the, the, the way forward. So yeah. that's from a veterinary point of view. Nick, are you sort of like, is this, you've just delegated everything to Ellie and Ellie's managing your, your, well, your life? Yeah, I mean, she, she's being quite modest here. She is basically the practice manager. She, she makes, I, I, do the, I do the clinical stuff up front and she does all the rest. She does the insurance and the, the books and the posting out. And the and, feeding you know, the We dogs. have a massive flurry <laughs> yeah. and feeding the dogs and running the house. <laughs> And doing the digital stuff and doing the derma dog. So what do you do? There was again, five then? in all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I take thanks, the dogs out thanks, for a Brendan. walk in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's it. It's a very important job. I'll have he blows the tent up. That's what he does. That's yeah. It, if I remember <laughs> rightly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you when know, it's not I, falling I, down. Yeah. I, you know, we're all in small business and it's hard running a small business. It is hard. It's just hard doing everything at the same time and trying to do it well. So it must be great because like if Nick is in small business and then a designer comes along, I mean, that's going to be so good for business because a lot of people have great, you know, products and great businesses, but it doesn't look great. And you've got one second to make an impression on people. Uh, and so it's a, a, nobody really thinks about the design and even the, how things look. So even just, mm-hmm. even trying to be a designer, everyone tries to design their own labels at the start. It's always a disaster. And um, mm-hmm. I spent years thinking, I'll, I'll just design. I went to Dragon's Den with my own labels and I look back at them and they are so rotten. They're so <laughs> naff. I got, I got kilometers of this stuff printed, plastic packaging. Ah, uh, no, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got oh. thousands of the things. I, I, yeah. I had a typo on my first set of labels and I was picking yeah. myself. Oh, it's, just, it's so awful. Yeah. You can't, you, there's no way you can use it. So I've, I've still yeah. got those somewhere thinking I'm probably going to use them for something, but of course I never You're will. You're not. You're definitely no. not. <laughs> yeah. No. no Guys, sure. I just thought of the fifth Fifth, fifth thing which uh, Ellie is engaged in is, in is absolutely driving it, and, and it's, it's a really good example of her design. And that is we, well, she is pioneering the Holistic Vet Shop, uh, mm-hmm. which is coming out at Edition Dog Live at the end of August. And from then on, it's going to be a whole portal of natural, holistic products which have been tried and tested um, by by us on our dogs by my clients and what have you so it's just going to be it's going to be like marks and spencers except really good for you well yeah and and really you know it kind of this thought of doing this shop came about because um currently lots of your your clients will email in with what they want and that's a real faff for them to have kind of write in with that detail every time and then they get an invoice and then you know it's just so much nicer for them to be able to browse and see what's available see how much it is, you know, they might be having a sleepless night and thinking, oh, um, I need to go and buy some eco ears or some, yeah. I don't know, deer velvet or something. And so um, it's, it'll be a really good thing. And because it, tie, it ties in with the, the Derma Dog shop as well. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to do that. And it's just, it's just a little bit of work, you know. And again, so that's, that's another tricky thing. It's just like finding time to fit that in. Okay, so so Ellie, just in the last five minutes, if you were setting up your business from scratch again, are there any things that you would do or not do? Mm. If if just with what you've learned, you've been in business what six, seven years now. Hmm. Well, no, not not that long with Dermadog. Um, before then, I was freelancing. Freelancing. Um, I'm working as a self-employed person. That teaches you a little bit about business. You know, that I've kind of gone mm. into having relationships with your clients and how to talk to them, how not to talk to them. Um, so learn a lot of stuff there. I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess um, being perhaps having a bit more uh, formal training in terms of, of setting it all up. Somebody to say you need to do it. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't have turned into something had it been like that. Maybe that would have been too rigid for me. I'm not sure. I think, I think you just you have to trust your heart a little bit and take a bit of a risk. Um, I think you have to do that always in order to try, to try something new, find yourself in a new place. Um, but that doesn't, that's not really Choosing something that you really love, choosing something that you really enjoy, as opposed to choosing the most lucrative thing that you can oh, possibly yeah. think of. yeah. 
I think that makes a big difference, isn't it? Because that's yeah. what gets you through the difficult times a whole lot more mm. than loads of money can get you through, you know, mm. difficult times. Yeah. You know, just the love of it and the love of talking to people and getting some great feedback. You know, she, uh, Ellie's getting great feedback from people just on a daily basis yeah. with all her products. And um, that really gives you a, gives you a buzz. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does give me a buzz. And look at all your stockists. I'm on your page here on Dermadog. And look, look at all your stockists. Look how well you've done. If you were to rewind two years ago when you started off, or three years ago, and said, would you be happy with 50 stockists or 60 stockists and turning over whatever this is and having mm. 20 different products? You'd be like, hell yeah. Am I going to be done? But it's, yeah, you just yeah. shift the goalpost so much. It just never gets done and suddenly this isn't good enough. And you were too quick to shift the goalposts on ourselves and not yes. sit back and go, look what I've done. So many yes. people talk about doing it and so few people actually do it. So it's, it's, it's cool what you've done, but it's, we rarely sit back and pat ourselves on the back. We just go, no, I need to do more. Look at all the stuff I'm mm, not doing, mm. you know. So it's like a never-ending race, you know, but it's, it's, you've got to sit back and smell the roses sometimes. I think it looks great. Look at all your stockers. If people want to stock this product, um, Eddie, where do they get in touch? Go to Dermadog, email you there. Yes, they can do that. They can email me directly at woof at dermadog.com yep. um, if you're interested in doing that thing. Um, uh, likewise, if, you, if, if, if you've got an inquiry about um, whether I could send it to you, if you're living abroad, um, I can get back to you and let you know um, uh, about that. Uh, yeah, where just, else just do you, where do you supply apart from the UK, Ellie? Well, uh, Bulgaria. Um, I did have a stockist in Italy, although she hasn't she hasn't ordered for a while yet. But um, Bulgaria, yeah. so in in Sofia, um, Dubai. Um, oh gosh, in yeah, Dubai. That, and, and Dubai, yes, Dubai. Dubai. There is, um, Who was yeah, stocking you in, in Dubai? Dubai? Who was in Dubai? Uh, Fer, Fer Rob Child Kelly. Fairchild Pet. Yeah. Nice, um, nice. Look at this shop. I, I'm, I'm also there. stocked by um, Paleo Ridge. They stock my wash bars, um, and also uh, Pro Dog Raw. They stock, they stock my shampoos and my sprays. Cool. Um, I mean, there's just, just talking, talking of small businesses. You know, there, there are a plethora of um, small businesses out there that I do business with, and you know, there are groomers and there are um, uh, kind of like pet boutiques all over the place, and. If you are one of them watching and you'd like to stop my product, then just give me a shout. I would, I would be really happy to talk to you. So. Just have to say one thing. Just uh, Emma Rutherford, it just reminded <laughs> yeah. me, and I've never heard anybody else say this, but she, Emma uses the, uh, the insect defense spray. Oh, no, it's the, is it the itchy spray? So she uses the insect defense spray for her menopausal hot flushes and swears by it. <laughs> no who, way. Cool. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Emma, you're hilarious and amazing at the same time. So that's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> that's cool. Okay, guys, it's, it's 1945. And so... Uh, can we just jump on for another 10 minutes with some questions, some quick fire yeah. questions? Could I, could, you, I, could, I, could I dare that we, um, in, in, Patreon, in Patreon for our supporters, maybe we will do some sort of a question where we ask them to answer a question in Patreon and you might, we might send them out a little prize. Will we do that so they can experience yeah. something? How about doing that? We'll pick a, a product we like and we send it out to somebody who will answer a question in Patreon. I don't know what that is, but just for the Patreon supporters. Will we do that? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need to do one other little thing, and that is just to say uh, thank you to everybody who have booked their tickets 
Um, yeah. You know, going if you want to go online, it's going great. Um, yeah. There is a link. Uh, thank you to Karen for putting the link up um, uh, for yeah, Eventbrite. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you want to book your tickets, they're going hot. So we just need to make sure you've got a place. Um, on the 2nd of December in Manchester, come join us for the real live live. Um, some great Christmas sessions party. booked yeah. through. A little bit of entertainment booked for the end to enjoy ourselves together. Um, so we'd love to see you there. If you want to get online, just look at us for the Eventbrite link. Thank you, Karen, again. Um, and it would be great to see you there. For all and, of those uh, people in Brendan, the States, how many... Uh, how many have we sent? How many have we sold? And how many in total? I think it's 220 oh, in total. We, yeah, 220. So, I mean, in the first 24 hours, I was amazed. We sold 20% of them flat out. Um, nice. So wow. I just, wow. you know, so That's yeah, it's cool. worth just getting, getting the place, place marker down and having a look, see what's going on. Uh, I haven't looked since, I'm sorry, not yeah. looking at that every day. No, uh, that's okay. that, just uh, ish. Um, I said I'd, I'd take a look after a week, yeah. <laughs> but I know yeah, they're going hot. Yeah, Lena still. says, "Have you got a larger venue?" And I went, uh, "No." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next year, next year. Yeah. Come along. It'll be, be, Christmas it'll be party. interesting and a fun. Yeah, fun be there. Day. Be square. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brilliant. Cool. So, if you guys want to um, switch over in about an hour, you'll see some more stuff live with Ellie. Um, and uh, um, yeah, we'll ask some more questions behind the scene. Oh. Take care. Amazing. See you all soon, guys. Ellie, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having thank me. You, it's an honour. It's an honour to be here. <laughs>